0: Hello and welcome back to another Player 2 review discussion. And it's been a little while, actually. We've had a few other faces popping on the show in recent uh, entries. But once again, I'm joined by Player 2 legend, Editor-in-Chief, Matt Houston. How are you, mate?
1: Good, mate. It might be the last one for a while, too, before I fall off the face of the internet. Yeah, I can
0: it? stop blowing smoke for a little while and, yeah. and get some others involved. And we have. Uh, go check out some recent <laughs> episodes uh, of our review discussions where you can go check out the likes of Bryce DeWitt from the House of Mario and some others to be, uh, well, you'll, you'll see soon enough uh, that are going to be coming on board to talk about some other cool titles in the near future. But today, for anyone who's listening podcast services, we are talking about Crisis Remastered, or the Crisis Trilogy Remastered. Um, I didn't have a lot of, I didn't spend a lot of time with Crisis back in the day, mostly because yeah. I wasn't a PC guy and, yep. of course... The, the whole story about Crisis in the first but Like, I couldn't even just dip my toe in and just see what it was all about because you'd need a super high-end rig and all that. Like, can it run Crisis? All that sort of thing. Um, and things started to change, obviously. we uh, they, they made their way towards consoles. Crisis 2 and 3 popped up there. You then eventually got, a, like, a kind of a port style thing of the original that popped up on the, the consoles original, as yeah. well. Um, but they've bundled all three of them together. They've they've been remastered. They're on the oh the last gen, current gen, whatever we want to call it at this point. We seem to be in this murky territory. PS4, yep. Xbox One, vintage. Uh yep. and what are you thinking of your time with the trilogy so far?
1: Oh, that's, it's it's a lot to say about three games. Um
0: Yeah, this is I, I'm so loving it's not going to be three it. times as long as usual just because we're covering three. Yeah, times. yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, it's it's it, I I'm enjoying it. I really enjoyed Crisis. There's not really a lot of games that scratch crisis is particular itch, very story heavy um, a lot of freedom in how you play the game in that you can choose stealth you can choose action and the game kind of caters and adjusts to how you want yeah. to play it uh, really well um, so it, it's really fun to go back there's just not been a lot of great single player shooters lately I don't think so it's it's making my time with crisis uh, much more enjoyable yeah I mean than it possibly would have been if we'd saturated yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean there's been Doom. You get the occasional Call of Duty campaign that might be a little bit of a standout. I mean I was a bit taken by uh the the modern warfare kind of reboot from the other year. Mm. Halo could be good. <laughs> Halo, I'm hoping Halo we, we, will be we, good, we but hope so, really. But right? Like we don't, we don't get many of them. So when when one pops up, you you take a good hard look at it. And...
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's been cool to, um, try to get in it myself. It's 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 funny though. Crisis for for all its heritage as the system melting game, um, it's it's rough now. Like <laughs> it's a rough experience now, and, and it's very much a team that I think is working out their toolset um, yeah. as far as gameplay goes. Uh, for the first third, two thirds of that game, sorry, it feels like training. Um, and then it really
0: the... pops off towards the end, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then there's this I mean, it's an old game. Let's spoil it. The aliens come. Yes. Uh, <laughs> once the aliens come, the shit hits the fan and it becomes this like hell bent ride to the end that you just can't stop playing. But up until that point, it was, it gets quite, uh, I don't know, monotonous, I guess. Yeah. Um, and once those aliens come in, which are obviously essential to the second and third game, and it's where the stories carry on for, but uh, yeah, it becomes a lot of fun. And I think that's where they found their They found, feet.
0: Their, they found their groove and they took off from there. Yeah,
1: feet. and they, they kind of went down that fantastical route instead of being just another military shooter. Yeah. Even if it had some like sci-fi elements, it was still just military at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah that, that sounds yeah. better, right? Um, actually we should disclose early on in this thing uh, how much of these we've played obviously there's there's three games in this in this package here the yeah. first game uh, the original Crisis Remastered did actually come out last year yeah I think it was last year uh, whilst two and three have kind of been bundled into the, the trilogy here um, I personally have messed around with one and two I haven't gotten as far as finishing two yet but I'm, I'm a fair way through it what about you?
1: Uh, so of the remasters I've finished Crisis one I'm about two thirds through two and about Three hours into three, I thought I'd jump in and check it out. Now, in saying that, I reviewed three when it originally SDG. came out. I've finished it then and have finished two previously. So I know the drill. Um, so I'm just re- revisiting, really. Yeah.
0: No, that's 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 awesome to hear. And are they, like, with your memories? I, yeah. I mean, we, we always think about, oh, th- you know, this is what I imagine it looking like. And then you go back and look at some of the screenshots and you go, ooh, yeah. ooh. Uh, I think a lot of people had that moment when they replayed Crash When the the insane trilogy came out, now this is not quite that. But how does the the visual overhaul hold up compared to what you recall?
1: Crisis three, man, like Crisis two is good looking. Don't get me wrong. It's Crisis one looks a bit rough now. Yeah, Um, some of the
0: textures are a little bit
1: and and the people themselves. Like the scenery is very good, but the people themselves are a bit bland, and you know it's a bit rough. Crisis two is a big step forward, Um, as it was a three sixty gen game, I think it benefited a lot from the the 4K resolution and all those updates. Um, And it's a good-looking game. But three, it is just mind-blowing how good that game still looks. Like, at 4K 60 frames, that is a stunning game, any which way you put it.
0: We see that a little bit with some of those games, because Crisis 3 was kind of towards the tail end Mm. of, of that generation. We are seeing that a little bit with a few of those games of that period. The the you know, 2011, 12, 13 sort of period, specifically kind of twelve and thirteen in games mm. that popped up in that period, just before the PS4 and Xbox One emerged. The likes of The Last of Us, for example, or even GTA and those sort of things like yep. they they really they really pop off now. Will will GTA do so again for the when it's remastered once again, uh, I don't think we'll see any sort of significant jump there. But but when you're seeing these for the first time and they're kind of resurfacing it's it's actually and it's not, this is not necessarily a bad thing, but it actually kind of shows there's not an enormous jump there. No. Um, well, I think great.
1: Crytek and CryEngine has a, a really good reputation for being amazing looking. Yeah, like it, it was it ahead cre- of the curve that, for its time. It was miles ahead, especially the CryEngine 3, which was Crysis 3. Um, I had a brand new like $3,000 PC at the time that came out. And it crippled my system, you know. Like <laughs> it just busted it. You know, I, I had can to take drop... on the
0: world, and it just goes. <laughs> yeah,
1: and the first scene it opens up with in three is in the rain, and yeah. at that point I had never seen video game rain look so good, and it still does now. And but you know all that extra. Action on screen just crippled frame rates, something horrid. Um, so playing that in sixty frames the other day was a blast because I'd never done that before. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but I look yeah, forward it's to making amazing. it that far then. Yeah, yeah. It's the first it's the first literally first scene of number three. Um, so it's just stunning how the water and, and the rain interacts and yeah, it's a, it's a really good technical achievement. And it, it makes me kinda of sad that Crytek haven't continued making these single player shooters now I know their story at the end of 3 it kind of wraps up in a nice neat bow um, but when has that stopped a developer?
0: exactly no no that's <laughs> there's always one little loophole that you can just yeah. like pull that string and off you go again we see it happen all the time in film and TV yeah. and games so yeah. so I, I don't know I think it's just the, t- the studio itself has been in a bit of turmoil over the years so I think yeah. that's possibly the main reason that we've not seen anything since now yeah. I can't remember who who developed this these remasters I think was it Sabre? Sabre with yeah. it, Sabre yeah. Sabre Interactive had a bit to do with it. So, um, who knows? Obviously, being under under that umbrella these days, and of of uh, Coach Media and the Embracer Group, they're throwing money around left, right, and center. So, uh, yeah, and and just continuing to buy teams while while they're at it. So they they could uh, pick up the right team. They could have the right people there already to to be working on this. We've seen a little bit of that in recent years with with uh, Embracer, where they've put out a remaster of something with and a, or maybe multiple remasters to make. A then sequel possible, yep. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Just a side note: fingers crossed that that means good news for Kingdoms of Amalur. But anyway, um,
1: I, I think, look. I you don't buy properties. Yeah, I think. I think they're testing the waters to see what the, the appetite's like. Yeah. Um, and really, they're games that a lot of people kind of missed because of their PC heritage. Yep. Um, Certainly the console space. through. what came to the consoles, but a lot of people. I think, kind of felt that they didn't jump in because they thought they were missing out something by the first game, which you're not. Um, it explains it pretty well. And really, the first game's story boils down to 20 minutes that the aliens invaded. Uh, yeah, I mean, so the, the,
0: the, yeah. the whole thing about the first one, and it's, you know, again, yeah. why we keep saying, like, but can it run Crysis? Is Because it was yeah. all about the, how the game looked, yeah. really. Like It was a, it was a glorified art. tech demo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when Crisis Two and Three came along, you, you weren't missing anything because through the story, uh, through the story yeah. or anything like that, really, outside of you know what you just summarised there, twenty minutes of stuff that you YouTube and move on. Yeah, um, it was all about the technical stuff, and you're more than covered jumping into yep. Crisis Two and Three just by nature of the fact that it's the next title and it's bigger and better and more beautiful. Like that's that's fine. So two, actually, two and three play know.
1: well together. Um, I would strongly recommend at least finishing two before you jump into three yeah um otherwise you might be a bit lost as to how things turn out <laughs> as to why someone that's dead is not but you know
0: yeah i mean look i'm, <laughs> I'm pretty happy just personally kind of trucking along through them at the moment because i, yeah, I yeah. didn't like i i dabbled around with i think two when it first came out i'm sure if i pop over to look over the shelf here i'm pretty sure crisis two or three or something like that sitting on the shelf. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I just kind of dabbled with them and moved on. I think it was just one of those time and place things, and then a little bit of that. What we've just discussed that we've yeah. we've ultimately broken down that whole idea that oh, well, I haven't played the original Crisis, so I'll, maybe I'll wait for one day them to bring it across, which they did. But then the moment was gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this has been great to be able to go back and and try them out and see what they're all about. And yeah, certainly the first one is I can see how like how it was so impactful at the time, but it certainly wasn't because of the narrative. It was or no, even no. necessarily the gameplay, like.
1: No, yeah, it's very. Cool. There's
0: some. There's some cool things what they've got going,
1: and they've really refined that in two and three, um, yeah. by using the suit systems really well. Like the the ability to switch between armor and cloaking with the press of a button, uh, it creates really dynamic gameplay and encounters. Um, you know, you, you can go vis- invisible and catch your breath, and you know, recharge your health and. Dive back in, or you can yeah. sneak around and stab people. It's 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 a really really well thought out and balanced system, and the weaponry kind of in number two really matches that. Whereas the yeah. weapons in number one were very generic, uh, you know, army weapons.
0: Yeah, get out your AK and do the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sort There's of your thing. So going, pop pop a few rounds there, and it's, it's not overly exciting until it is towards the end.
1: But, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But with two and three, and then three becomes this almost predator simulator because like, I don't think if they were to simply reskin it and say it was a predator game, you could run with that because you get a bow and arrow that doesn't. So usually in crisis, if you use a gun while you're cloaked, the cloak turns off. Yep. The bow and arrow doesn't. So yeah,
0: (laughs) you become this
1: ultimate stalking predator Uh, You know, and because you've got the super jumps, you can use height to your advantage and stalk people below you really well, and it gives you this massive power fantasy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Um, Three is the best game in the series, without doubt, Uh, and it was really, really, like, it really took me way back then, and I jumped in and played three hours, and I'm right back in, you know. I'm kind of like, oh, I've got to go back and finish two before I continue, but... You know, it's but you've got so that luxury
0: good. again, you know what happens, so you're able to bounce yeah, yeah. and do what you need to do for the content side of things and, and then just get yeah, back in and enjoy the way you damn. want to.
1: It's just just so good to, just to stalk all these people. And they all start getting freaked out, you know, because all of a sudden they look around and someone's got an arrow in their head and they don't know where it's come from and, and all the oh, enemies like, start like wigging out. Yeah, the, yeah. Like it's like the, the Batman
0: it's... Arkham style treatment.
1: That's it, you know, and the, and they start panicking and running around and it makes them easier to pick off because they kind of spread out or, or they might come together as a group and you've got to change your tactics. So the AI works really well with it. It's, it's very good, number three. I think one I and two it. were, like, real learning points. Two was where they... First one was a tech demo. Two was where they created a game. And three was where they polished that game. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: That's... That's really exciting for me to to kind of get there and actually finish this thing off. Don't know when I'll find the time with the million thing, a million plates that we're spinning that we can't really talk about right now. But um, I'm really excited to kind of get there and and finish that one off. Then Um, that that's really promising and and I guess has me really hopeful that they do revisit because you're right. Your point from before, like those top tier single player FPSs, don't really exist much. Do. I mean, I don't want to wander too much into speculatory stuff about a crisis for and what that would entail. But I mean, can we? Do you think this is there's enough in this franchise that they could get away with just a, a single play title? Do you think we need to get like? Do you think for it to be viable for Embracer or whoever we want, you yeah. know, what, the million umbrellas under them? Um, do we need to see multiplayer that sort of thing? Do we? Do we think well, it could work?
1: The the second and third games had multiplayer originally. Um, yeah, right and and they were quite a lot of fun there was like a kind of asymmetrical mode way back when before that was a popular thing you know and one person had the nano suit and the others were just normal soldiers in a team trying to track yep. down that was in number 3 so you had the the bow and arrow and the, the the nano suit where you could go invisible or you were a member of a normal soldier that had to track him down and fight him so there was there was cool little things like there that is that predator um, mode again then yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it was it was a Predator game. It, it really is. Uh, I think there could be both. I think possibly to get a, a high-quality uh, single-player shooter in this day and age, you kind of do need some sort of multiplayer component for longevity. Keeps
0: the, keeps the money coming in.
1: Yeah, and I could see something really interesting done with that sci-fi setting too. Um, there's no reason a horde mode, for example, like four nano suits... Oh you know oh that'd be yeah that'd be awesome
0: a gear style horde mode that'd be awesome yeah yeah and I haven't even gotten to experience the level of mechanics that you're talking about yet with you know again the the, the, the bow and arrow and all those sorts of things like
1: yeah absolutely I think a horde mode with you know four nano suit soldiers that'd be unreal there's definitely room for the story to go because the nano suits are the real I guess
0: main star star
1: throughout the consistency and there are story reasons for that and because a lot of people haven't played I'm not going to spoil them um but uh, they become the kind of star of the show. So, you know what happens thirty years down the track after the end of three? Someone finds an unused nano suit, uh, jumps and off in, we go again. and off we go again. So, you know there's there's plenty of room there to, to take the story, and and I think uh, I'd love to see another one. And as long as, it, but the thing with crisis, if they're going to do another crisis, it has to be bleeding edge. Like oh, it yeah. built its name on being bleeding edge, it has to do that again.
0: Yeah, which I guess you know, kind of prompts the question, are we talking PC only or do we do we see ourselves a PS5 and Xbox Series sort of skew at the same time? I think um, that's how
1: you do it. You do the, the Series X, um, the PS5 and the PC. Um, I mean, these days, I think it's easier to be bleeding edge um, because of things like... DLS uh, yeah, DLSS stuff from and the, cameras, and all those things that kind of this ma- background magic wizardry that that NVIDIA and uh, AMD are doing uh, that can you know improve these things and the AMD version's coming to the Xbox I'm not sure if it's coming to PlayStation it should do though because they're both using AMD chips yeah, so um, it would make sense for it to come there and, and then that gives programmers this ability to push as hard as they can without sacrificing frame rates and um, so, you know, uh, I think they could do it with the consoles, absolutely. And, and financially, it needs to be. Yeah. But they need a backer.
0: Yeah, look, that, that, that's, that's the part. trick.
1: Yeah. They, well, the, 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 original, the original game was self-published. The next two were EA. Yeah. Originally.
0: And, um, I mean, so good it, on EA, they didn't butcher them.
1: <laughs> No, no, they didn't. They were just publishers in that point. Yeah. They weren't. So Crytek was a third-party studio. Yeah, they, they didn't own they, the rights or anything yeah. like that. Um, so I think they need that again. They need that big boy pushing them. So And embracing could may... be that. Absolutely, they could be. Or it could be that, you know, uh, Microsoft, for example, comes in and says, hey, we want you to do this. Here's some money. Go ahead, PC, Xbox. Yeah, make it a time exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. yeah, that sort of thing, you know. Um, but it does need, because of the, the type of game it is, it needs that big heavy hitter with a big, Wallet behind it, I think.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, and yeah, I mean, from what I've experienced so far, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree. Any other thoughts about the game at all? It is, it, just... it is a more straightforward sort of thing. Again, we've like we're, we're talking about remasters. It mm. is a single player fair. Uh, the multiplayer is not present here in the no. in the trilogy in the remasters the remaster, so, um So it is uh, kind of a clearer, more defined pro- uh, prospect and project here for people when they're picking it up. But yeah, any final thoughts at all?
1: It's seriously good value. It's like seventy bucks. I bought it. It was like seventy bucks on the Xbox Store. Um, and they are,
0: they are accommodating too. If you do already own, yeah, the, and they're the dropping it by thirty percent
1: yeah. if you, you have the um, original one.
0: Not thirty three, the dodgy bastards. But anyway, no,
1: no, no, no. I think it's already at a reduced price because yeah, of you know the first two weeks or whatever it is. But yeah, it's it's quality package. Um, they're games that. They mightn't have done as much to the games themselves to remaster them as some others done, but that's just a testament to how good the technology yeah. was All when it was time. built. Um, so, like, I was showing Amy last night Crisis 3 and she couldn't get over that. It was a game from eight years ago. You know? <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Um, so, Crisis so, 3 was
0: 2013. Is that the, from... Yeah. The 4, that was 2013, right? 2013, Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: So, eight years ago for that, and it is, you know... It could easily pass as a late gen PS4 game, you know, a late gen Xbox One game.
0: That tells you. I mean, considering these are these um, games that we're playing currently are in fact PS4, so we don't have native next gen. No, the versions. the
1: Xbox version unlocks the frame rate. Yeah. Um, through Xbox's uh, frame rate boost. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's the only kind of next gen enhancements they get.
0: So they are technically last gen, last gen titles. So yeah, that says a hell of a lot that you know they, they hold up so well. Um, yeah, yeah. Who knows what's who knows what's to come for the franchise in the future? I'm I'm hopeful now that I'm actually finally properly giving them some time. I'm really hopeful, especially if yeah. uh, Crisis Three is the best, and I, like I've still got that ahead of me. So oh, absolutely! Really you'll
1: you'll have a blast, <laughs> and, and, and anyone that's played it knows what I mean when it's a Predator game. You just feel like the Predator. Yep. Yep.
0: Well, we'll wrap things up there. Uh, be sure to keep your eyes out on the website for some written thoughts. I will get to that. Um, so keep keep your eyes out for that really, really soon. Matt, thanks for coming aboard and talking about Crisis Remastered Trilogy.
1: Any time, mate. Anytime. Like I said, it could be the last time for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows what's happened? We'll 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 eye off what possibilities and opportunities we have ahead of us in the future. But because there's still a hell of a lot of big stuff coming down the down the pipeline for the remainder of this year. And if not, we'll just rope a whole bunch of people in and make a whole bunch yep. of Nickelback content for you. Um, no, <laughs> oh, I hate Nickelback. What? Like, I, I've got to stop doing this to myself just to <laughs> hang shit on you. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's worth it. Anyway, uh, if you enjoyed what you saw, please be sure to like, share, subscribe. All those, all those buttons are below. If you're on a podcast service, make sure to share it around. Uh, slap five stars if you're on the Patch Podcast feed there. As, as you would always uh, make sure we mentioned, Matt, make sure to visit the website, player2.net.au. We've got a whole bunch of awesome stuff going on there. But uh, where can people find you specifically on Twitter? Uh,
1: you can find me at huso 81 uh, And, we, you know, I'm generally there swearing a lot at inept politicians. But yeah. if, they <laughs> if, you just want, if you just want video game stuff, it's player2.au. two uh,
0: Paul James Games for me. That was Crisis Remastered Trilogy. I hope everyone's uh, considering picking it up after this conversation, if you haven't already. And uh we'll we'll see you next time.
1: Get you in.